Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a Walking in Truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome jujitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel. We give away free Bibles. We offer prayer and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love walking in truth and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth. Everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is truly appreciative. Numbers 22. Balak sends for Balaam. Then the sons of Israel journeyed and camped in the plains of Moab beyond the Jordan opposite Jericho. Now Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. So Moab was in great fear because of the people, for they were numerous, and Moab was in dread of the sons of Israel. Moab said to the elders of Midian, Now this horde will lick up all that is around us as the ox licks up the grass of the field. And Balak, the son of Zippor, was king of Moab at that time. So he sent messengers to Balaam, the son of Beor at Pethor, which is near the river in the lands of the sons of the people, to call him, saying, Behold, a people came out of Egypt. Behold, they cover the surface of the land, and they are living opposite me. Now, therefore, please come, curse this people for me, since they are too mighty for me. Perhaps I may be able to defeat them and drive them out of the land. For I know that he whom you bless is blessed, and he whom you curse is cursed. So the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the fees for a divination in their hand. And they came to Balaam and repeated Balak's words to him. He said to them, Spend the night here, and I will bring word back to you as the Lord may speak to me. And the leaders of Moab stayed with Balaam. Then God came to Balaam and said, Who are these men with you? Balaam said to God, Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent word to me. 
Behold, there is a people who came out of Egypt, and they cover the surface of the land. Now come curse them for me. Perhaps I may be able to fight against them and drive them out. God said to Balaam, Do not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. So Balaam arose in the morning and said to Balak's leaders, Go back to your land, for the Lord has refused to let me go with you. The leaders of Moab arose and went to Balak and said, Balaam refused to come with us. Then Balak again sent leaders more numerous and more distinguished than the former. They came to Balaam and said to him, Thus says Balak the son of Zippor, Let nothing, I beg you, hinder you from coming to me, for I will indeed honor you richly, and I will do whatever you say to me. Please come then, curse this people for me. Balaam replied to the servants of Balak, Though Balak were to give him give me his house full of silver and gold, I could not do anything, either small or great, contrary to the command of the Lord my God. Now please you also stay here tonight, and I will find out what else the Lord will speak to me. God came to Balaam at night and said to him, If the men have come to call you, rise up and go with them, but only the word which I speak to you shall you do. So Balaam arose in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the leaders of Moab the angel, and Balaam. But God was angry because he was going, and the angel of the Lord took his stand in the way as an adversary against him. Now he was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand, the donkey turned off from the way and went into the field. But Balaam struck the donkey to turn her back into the way. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path of the vineyards, with a wall on this side and a wall on that side. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she pressed herself to the wall and pressed Balaam's foot against the wall, so he struck her again. The angel of the Lord went further and stood in a narrow place where there was no way to turn to the right hand or the left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam. So Balaam was angry and struck the donkey with his stick. And the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey, and she said to Balaam, What have I done to you that you have struck me these three times? Then Balaam said to the donkey, Because you have made a mockery of me, if there had been a sword in my hand, I would have killed you by now. The donkey said to Balaam, Am I not your donkey on which you have ridden all your life to this day? Have I ever been accustomed to do so to you? And he said, No. Then the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the way with his drawn sword in his hand, and he bowed all the way to the ground. The angel of the Lord said to him, Why have you struck your donkey these three times? Behold, I have come out as an adversary, because your way was contrary to me. But the donkey saw me and turned aside from me these three times. If she had not turned aside from me, I would surely have killed you just now and let her live. Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned, for I did not know that you were standing in the way against me. Now then, if it is displeasing to you, I will turn back. But the angel of the Lord said to Balaam, Go with the men, but you shall speak only the word which I tell you. So Balaam went along with the leaders of Balak. When Balak heard that Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the city of Moab, which is on the Arnon border, at the extreme end of the border. Then Balak said to Balaam, Did I not urgently send to you to call you? Why did you not come to me? Am I really unable to honor you? So Balaam said to Balak, Behold, I have come now to you. I am able to speak anything at all. 
the word that God puts in my mouth, that I shall speak. And Balaam went with Balak, and they came to Kiriath Huzoth. Balak sacrificed oxen and sheep and sent some to Balaam and the leaders who were with him. Then it came about in the morning that Balak took Balaam and brought him up to the high places of Baal, and he saw from there a portion of the people. I love this story in Numbers 22. Uh, you know, a lot of people will say, well, that's just symbolism. That isn't, didn't actually happen. It's a nice story. Um, that's, that's a nice story that people have told. Donkeys can't speak. And then I like to remind them, uh, first of all, that God's word is perfect and true. And um, there's no reason, no reason for us to believe that the, the God who created everything can't make a donkey to speak. God can do anything. He is all powerful. He is almighty. And if he caused a donkey to speak, then so be it. I'm not the one who can decide um, that he can't do that. But um, I, I looked to another story where that was pretty similar to where someone, Jonah, was one was being called to go and do something just like Balaam was. That Balaam was being being called by Balak to go and to curse Israel. Jonah was being called by God to go and give warning to Nineveh. So both of them, uh, Jonah in his journey, he was being resistant and going a different direction. God caused the storm to rise up. So he would do what he was asked to do. And then when he was thrown overboard, actually when you read Jonah and read it to its fullest, which would be a whole different thing, and I'm sure another uh, episode we'll have in the future with reading, but Jonah was sent to the depths. He was in the depths for three days. Then God sent a fish to save him and spit him out on the land. So if God could use a big fish to save Jonah, why couldn't God use a donkey to save Balaam? So Balaam was actually told not to go, but then he didn't take that first. Uh, he wasn't fully obedient to the first direction. He questioned and he said, wait, they're sending for me again. Shouldn't I go? I mean, no, God already told you no. You should have very sternly said, I'm sorry, you can send as many people as you want. I'm not going. But finally, God said, sure, you can go. And he reluctantly said, you can go, but I only want you to say what I tell you to say. And then he still doesn't, God obviously still doesn't fully believe Balaam because he sees what's in the heart and Balaam's on his way. And then he sends that angel. Now here's the deal. Sometimes in our life, God calls us to do something and we go the other way. Or, uh, as Jonah, or God calls us, gives us direction and not to do something and we still start going down that path. Well, in the, the story of Balaam, 
which again, I love this story. Um, the angel told him, he said, why are you punishing? Why are you abusing your donkey for trying to save you? Because if you would have continued, I would have been forced to kill you. So the angel is saying, I would have ended your life to keep you from going the path that you were going. So I know in our lives, there's sometimes things that God says, no, stay away from this. Steer clear of this. Don't go towards this. You know, don't put the coin in the light socket. But still, we go and we do it. We, we just have that natural tendency to just kind of, well, what if we do? You know, we have that curiosity. You know, when the waitress brings us a hot plate and says, careful hot plate, we touch it because even though she said, don't touch it, we still want to know. Well, we do that to God all the time. And he said with Balaam, I would have rather have ended your life and allowed you to continue down this destructive path. So, God, thank you. God, we are so thankful that you give us the direction. You give us good direction to go in and you guide our feet. And I'm sorry that we're reluctant sometimes in that path. But also, you warn us and give us big warning signs in telling us the direction not to go. Yet, Still, we, we go. And we're sorry for sinning against you. Because we know that sin is lawlessness and disobedient. Being disobedient to what you've called us to. And even if we know what we should do and don't do it, it's still sin. So, Father, please forgive us. And help us to make the right choice before you're forced to end our life in the destruction that we're headed down. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today. And I hope that uh, that blesses you either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, 
uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.